People, smash the like button, comment any opinion. It's Friday, 24 hours away from watching Arsenal. Not exactly 24 People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. And with an introduction like that, what more can I say? People deluded, I'm back again. First things first, appreciative of all of you lot tuned in, whether you're, I see Shimi has put us on Twitter. Obviously, big up the Twitch gang, live from Planet X. I see you in the comments. YouTube ones, appreciate you. Make sure you're cross-following. Make sure you've hit the like button, you're commenting, you're subscribing. Now, we're 24 hours away from Arsenal, obviously kicking off against Leeds. Mikel Arteta, I believe, has just begun his press conference. So, in relation to shedding proper light on Saliba, we don't know. For every journalist or everyone that claims to know a guy who knows a guy who knows a hairdresser who knows a guy who knows a cleaner has their own five pence to add on the Saliba stuff so we'll get over that as I said if you're not going to do anything more please make sure you hit the like button and you've turned on your notifications after this supporter show settings we're live at 3 30 with a couple of Arsenal fans uh, I believe 6 50 uh, Arsenal's under 21s are in action against Manchester United so it makes sense to do a watch along for that tomorrow obviously watching Arsenal versus Leeds check out the pinned message on YouTube and I'm pretty sure you've seen me posting Appreciate you, Reese. Good morning, my friend. Good morning to everyone, man. And obviously, if you don't know, Saka and, and Mikel Arteta have claimed player and manager of the month, respectively. You know, that's the fourth time Mikel Arteta has won. This has been a great week. You know, certain man got sacked on his birthday. Arsene Wenger's in the Hall of Fame. You know, Saka is doing his thing as well. We're just shining. We're just shining. And you never want this dream that has been Arsenal this season to to wake up, man. Appreciate you lot. Big game tomorrow. Big chance to go 11 points clear, boy. I don't know, you know. I don't know because, one, I don't look at the league table. Two, I don't know what separates us in terms of data from anyone. I do know that any football fan, if you just look at the league table, the Premier League, the Champions League places, the Conference and Europa League places, relegation, nothing is decided. So, let's just keep ticking over. And again, from what you lot say, Arsenal and City are in a title bid. Uh, Arsenal at this moment in time have a couple of games in hand on City, but obviously we have an eight-points gap. You hope Liverpool can do a favour. On the topic of Liverpool, again, if you notice, if some of you that have turned on your reminders and things like that for my Leeds versus Arsenal watch along tomorrow, you would notice that we're starting slightly later at 2.30, half an hour um, before kickoff as opposed to an hour, just because we're going to watch City versus Liverpool together. So again, I'll be live at 12.15 tomorrow as well. The grind don't stop. And I think Monday we're watching Newcastle, Man United. Sunday, apologies, Newcastle, Man United. I'm pretty sure it's Everton against Spurs on Monday. So on and so forth. You already know, watch alongs, live pieces with other people, talking points, 
football manager. We do it all across these platforms, man. So, yeah, Jason, appreciate you tuned in. Saka, world-class now, simple. He's on the trajectory. He's going there. For me personally, listen, if you want to say Saka is world-class, I'm happy that that's a conversation, isn't it? Everyone can judge it on their own things. For me, I like what Saka is doing. It's becoming a conversation. We, you know, for me... To be a world-class player, you need to, you know, you need to do it consistently. This year and off the back of last year, he's emerged in terms of his output and his decisiveness. He's ticking along. I think there's quite a way to go before there, but he's on the right trajectory. And at 21 years of age, I'm not expecting you to be world-class. It's a great debate to have. For me, Saka is a top player. World-class is here. He's banging on the drum. He's in the line, but he's not quite there. If anyone else thinks he's world-class, that's fair enough. Um I just think, and it's not even in relation to Saka, a lot of players just that just do a, a thousand stepovers have been labelled world-class. But just the fact that it is a talking point is fantastic, in my opinion, in its own right, people. You're not going to hear me complaining about anything, really. Saka is a star boy, man, really and truly. Sane or Musa Diaby? <sighs> Again, Musa Diaby's French. Arsenal have historical French ties with Musa Diaby. Obviously, that's direct competition for Saka. I want to lean towards him. You know, he's a must be a couple years younger than Sane. Obviously, where Sane is concerned, apologies. He's worked with Mikel Arteta prior. He's obviously been in this league. Um, you know, he's 27. The, the thing with Sane is not just ability. It's just, you know, his personal life, for, based on reports, does not seem in order. Um Again, there's a couple of injury concerns. And when you're going to give him the wages and the outlay, which is going to be a lot more than Musa Diaby, potentially, I need instant results. I'm not saying he can't do that, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I, there's just too many question marks over someone that has to come in and be, in my opinion, if you sign Sane, probably Musa Diaby. But if you sign Sane, he needs to be a curtain raiser, just like his former Manchester City teammates, Jesus and Zinchenko. On ability, I'm convinced he can. Everything con 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 concerned and the cocktail that is Sane at this moment in time, I'm not sure. Afternoon, Broski Casper. Uh, again, RIP Rocky, my Royal Castle as well. It's 22 years gone, but never forgotten, as you could see, man. Uh, again, I actually am sourced, but yeah, I had to, man. I was looking a bit mad in my other videos. You know, I hate going to cut my hair just because it's a long ass journey. Well, not really a journey, but just a whole process in it. But I had to, I had to, I had to. You can't be in the rave looking mad, really and truly. You're not going to get no. Mm. Let's stop there before I get myself in some trouble. But yeah, smash the like button. Keep your talking points coming. Appreciative to them, to you lot concerned. So to answer your question, bro, I'll probably lean towards if I'll probably lean towards Sane, you know. But I think Musa Diaby might just be the better one for us because I think that you know he's going to get less wages. It probably cost probably similar, but probably cost a little less. Um, hasn't really got some of the things that I've been saying in relation to Sane. I'd be happy with either one, really, especially heading into the Champions League. But Boy, who knows, really? think the whole fan base should be applying pressure to add a striker. I hear you, Christian, but what can the fans do? Like, seriously, what can the fans do? I mean, if, if Arteta, and, the, and to be fair to the club, if they listen to the fans, Arteta might have left his job. We might have overpaid for certain players. We would have brought in Madison, not Madison, well, Madison as well, but when Dia ahead of Odegaard, we would have done some crazy things. The fans are right some of the time, but I don't think there's much you can do unless you've got Mikel Arteta's phone number or Edu and... It can email them and things, and even that's not going to have much say. I don't think there is anything, you know. I do think, I don't think Arsenal sign a striker, but I do think they're sitting there and like us fans and considering what could a striker add, what could this add, what could that add, and you know, not just Arsenal, but the bulk, the bulk of teams that are going to sign players, the vast work of their transfer period, what will be in the summer. They're talking to transfer targets now. They're talking with agents. They're dotting I's. They're crossing T's, so on and so forth, man. Would you still take Vlahovic even after what happened? Yes and no. If Arteta wants him, because it's a bit like Mudrik, you know. If Mudrik, in a, in a, in a mad world, if, 
you know, Modric looks like a, a bullet dodge to a degree. Rafina does as well. And there's been a couple of players along that ilk. But, um, you know, if, if Modric was available by Chelsea now, which he's not, but just hypothetical, I would take him purely because Mikel Arteta and Edu, that was your first choice target. You know, again, I do think next season you'll see a different Modric. Who knows? Just because he's flopping at Chelsea doesn't mean he'd flop here. So by that same logic, I probably would take Vlahovic because you was committed to spending a mad outlay on the individual last Jan. It didn't happen. So why not? On the other hand, it seems like his agent messed us about and things like that. And... I just think that you might as well allow it now, isn't it? Like, really and truly, we 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 tried to convince you, you took us around the houses. We can forget about it now, really and truly. You had your time, really. We've dodged more bullets than <laughs> Neo, this guy, man. Any, anyone but me think Rice is a smokescreen to get Caicedo in the summer? It could be, but for me, I don't know, man. You know, we're going to, us and a lot of clubs, we're going to get linked with a lot of players. You know, being linked to bidding, to actually being interested and that interest following with bids, with offers and things, so on and so forth. I don't know. But as I always say, bro, Ski Graham, shout out to you because you're always here, whether it's Neves, Telemans, Caicedo, Declan Rice, Milinkovic Savage. Again, feel free to interject any midfielders Arsenal have been linked with people. Just get someone. You know, you need an eight, you know, you need a six. You know, last summer, in fact, we've had over a year because if we tried to buy Douglas Louise last summer, we knew we needed a midfielder before the summer transfer window. That didn't happen. Obviously, last summer was a good summer, but it didn't work out for us. January, we didn't bring in the Caicedos, so on and so forth. Yesterday, when we was live, it came out that Arsenal tried to inquire about Declan Rice in January. That was always a myth. So you've had over a year, whether that's Premier League proven targets, you know, which Declan Rice and Caicedo are in. Buying in the Premier League, you know, has has sort served us sort of well. Whether it's unknown emerging targets, just make something happen, really and truly. Just make it happen. It's as simple as that. Like just, just there's no we tried. You need to get players. Vlahovic is below Arsenal value now. Come on, Arteta knows that he didn't know we progressed so much then when we wanted Vlahovic, and it's true. You didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to starve with us. You can't help, you know, you can't eat with us. But at the same time, you know, there's probably been, you know, Mikel Arteta, the very manager, he rejected Arsenal a year before he took the job. So we can't always look at it like that. And to a degree, we can never know the truth. But if a man sat sitting there and saying, yo, I want to go Juventus, I want to go Juventus, I want to go Juventus, and Arsenal are still, still bidding, then it's our fault because the man's made it clear. It's a bit like Locatelli, you know. Sassuolo wanted to sell to us. We wanted to spend more than Juventus. The man wanted to go to Juventus because of the boyhood club and all of that jazz. We didn't get the player. We move on. All these players wanted Sane. Have you ever seen him play for the last six months? The guy's finished. I wouldn't say he's finished, but I kind of agree where you're coming with in that the illusion is probably better than what we'll get in reality. But if Arteta can work some magic, fair enough. But for me, it's all, there's a lot of question marks that if you're 21 like Saka where there's not, or if you're Reese Nelson at 23, I'd entertain it. Some of them things are applicable to, to Sane and he's 27. We're going to be in the Champions League. You're going to be, not that I care what you get paid, but you're going to, a decent transfer fee. You're going to be on big money. Everybody knows how good you are. I need an immediate impact. No matter how much due diligence and scouting and if he fits the DNA, signings can always go wrong. No matter what, we have made bad signings. We will again, same way we've made good ones and every other club. So I'm not too sure. I would take Sane on ability. Kind of what you're alluding to is a myth, but I'll be very happy if we were to get him. But with him getting Thomas Tuchel, I don't know if he'll have an extended future at Bayern Munich. Obviously, his personal life, I'm not one to waffle about a personal life because it has no relevance. But, you know, if his wife isn't happy living in Munich, his kids aren't there, if you're not happy in your personal life, you're not going to be happy in your in in, in 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 your professional life, are you? So if a trip either back to Manchester, because ironically you've worked at Manchester City, apparently City want to bring in a winger or to London can help you. Why not, man? 
if we're vocal about strikers' concerns, I think it helps push the standard more. We need to get into this champ. We need to get in this Champions League fully prepared. We do, but realistically, what can we do? Like breaking it down, what can you do? Deluded, gonna be a shame. Do you know? I think you mean how many of our main targets that we're linked with are we going to get in the summer? Who knows? Everyone's going to get linked with everyone. No one knows. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Taking Vlavic to Arsenal is like accepting your ex's foolishness. He had his chance and blew it. Hoyzlin is better than, than Vlahovic. Bricking it, thinking about Diaz versus Holding. I hear that. I would take Sane, but he needs to know that he's Saka's backup. I don't want him to come as a backup, really. You know, you need to think you could take Saka's shirt. Same way Trossard's grabbed the shirt. Same way Martinelli grabbed Smith Rowe's shirt. The same way a fit Smith Rowe when you get your chance take shirts. While I like the collective, I like the togetherness. You know, everybody seems to be putting their ego. Everyone wants to play, but whether it's Tierney or whatever, everyone's putting their ego to the side and the collective, which is this football club, getting back into the Champions League and achieving things is all that matters. But at the same time, it doesn't matter if you've come from the academy, if you've been here for a number of years and not really shown anything. If you're an established pro, there's 11 starting shirts. Go out and grab one. Make sure you're not the one that, that isn't playing. Go and give Arteta some positive headaches, really. Shout M's in the cut. Big up DG and everyone inside. I wouldn't mind Sane, but only if we play him on the left. But you can play on the left, on the right. I'd more want you to play on the right. Obviously, that has ramifications for Bukayo Saka. But for me, if we look at our front three positions, it's probably the right-hand side. We need someone that can mix it with Saka or be used instead of Saka. On the le Obviously, if you can play on the left, you can play on the right. A couple of them can do that. But on the left, we've probably got the most variety. You could force it and put Jesus there. If Eddie's going to play through the middle or someone else, obviously, Smith-Rowe plays off the left. Martinelli's there as well. Trossard has now come into the fray as well. Right-hand side, again, Martinelli can go over there. Trossard can go over there. You know, if you can play on the left, you can play on the right. But there's some contrast. Up front, I would like a striker, but you seem to have Eddie firmly established as the number one, number two of sorts. Or you could really say that's Trossard now as a false nine. Obviously, you've got to fit Gabriel Jesus as well. 85 million can be guaranteed by selling young strikers. What young strikers, though? You know, it all depends. You know, the one question mark over Eddie is how good is he at hustling? And, you know, if Eddie, if I assume you mean Eddie and Ketty and Balligan, if they can bring 80-odd million quid and that could be reinvested to a top top caliber striker, that's better than them at this moment in time. Why not? Hoysland is the best striker available and cheaper than Vlahovic. But what is Hoysland's fee? We actually don't know. If you're Atalanta and you've got an appreciating asset and he's turned down Premier League interest to sign for Atalanta last summer and you signed him for 17 million, yes, if you're giving a handsome profit on that first summer, you might as well sell him. But again, Hoysland's in a good place. You're developing without any real expectation at Atalanta. Are you in a rush to depart? Again, I don't know if Denmark are in the Euros next year, but, you know, next summer, we need to remember it's Euros in 2024. Some players will leave clubs to boost their chances of getting into their international squad. Some players might deem it's best to stay put where I am, stability and whatnot, because that could cost you going into it, getting called up for a tournament, let alone going into a tournament in your best possible condition. I do agree, though, you know, you make an offer of 50 million euros. You ask a question of Atalanta, but they've got a couple of players that, you know, I'd love that Scalvini youngster. He's only 18 or so, you know, he's still a baby but he'd be decent as a centre-half here. You know, it'll breed good, good, good centre-backs. But yeah, man, that's assuming. And that's also assuming he wants to leave because he's just got his feet under the door. You know, ha Harlan, sorry, someone he's, he's compared to, which I think is dangerous. He did it the right way. He come up through his, his homeland in Norway. He went to Salzburg. He went to Dortmund and he was getting interest from everyone. Learned his craft at Dortmund. And then made his move to City where he's still really, you know, in the best place to learn and still young and almost like a sponge, really. DG Vlahovic was a slightly better Jorginho. 
a good patch to get where we want to be top four, not needed anymore. We have, and we could definitely can go for better. No sweat. I hear that. Jesus can play on the right as well. You're right, man. Shout out. That's the move for us. Then we have two elite options with Jesus, awesome and Trossard as our first striker. Will Arsenal really splash on another striker when you have Jesus? I think in general we would. I don't think next summer, though. I don't know how far or how far the money extends. You know, if you've got money to commit to, to Vlahovic and he didn't get him a Mudrick, there must be a pretty banker in there. Obviously, with getting Champions League football, that gives you a lot more flexibility. But, you know, the priorities in my opinion, are probably in midfield. If Declan Rice is going to cost 60, 75, all the way to about 100 quid, Caicedo's the same. Let's just assume we got both for about 70-odd million quid. That's 140. That's probably without talking about bringing in Fresnador or a right-back, maybe a right-sided centre-back, maybe assessing what happens with Kierantini and left-back. You know, and again, anything else, for all we know, I don't think he will, but for argument's sake, what if Arteta says, I want a new keeper, I want a new number 10? We don't know what else he wants. So I can't see us addressing the evident areas for, for the 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 transfer targets, fees that we're linked with, and then going for Osman. Anything's or anyone like that, anything's possible. You know, as much as I love what Jesus can do, love what Trossard could do, would love to see Balogun given an opportunity. Big fan, and I think he gets disrespected a bit. Eddie Nketiah has nothing to write home about, but he's found himself a, a role in the squad. Generally, this season, if we start as we mean to go on, the goals... In recent years, the goals have never been more fairly spread out between Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, a couple other players. So... You know, if Arteta said, on top of that, we're going to bring in an next striker that gives us another gear, I'm all for that, really, because our top goal scorer is not our striker. Like them locked down the lane with Kane. Uh, our you know, I know Jesus got injured, but he's got five goals to his name. Sometimes you're just going to need a forward. So if they could, I'd be all on it. But I don't know, man. I think we've probably got more luck finding these Hoyslands and all these guys before they become a household name of sorts, man. No one's buying Eddie for 40, so Saliba out for Liverpool. We'll get into it, but we don't actually know. I'd imagine Mikel Arteta is about oh, just over half an hour into his press conference and you know Arteta's going to do the Vengating play a bit coy. We don't know. Every journalist, some seem more optimistic than others. Honestly, it's beggar's belief. No one knows, man. We're just going to have to deal with what we need to deal with. There's there's over 100 of you locked in on YouTube. If you've hit the like button already, one love. If you haven't, what are you doing, man? Help the platform grow. Just tuned in and voila, DG with the trim shot to you, broski. Assuming Eric Garcia can play, Zinchenko role, I understand the fit. Eric Garcia left back. I'm not really on it, man. He's a bit too timid of a centre-back for me. Obviously, he's a very good centre-back. Spanish can read the game and that. But I... Saliba's not really it, but Saliba will get hands-on. Gabriel will get hands-on. I, I kind of want a hands-on centre-back. I don't really want the cultural one, even if they are going to fit into the squad. That's one thing. Ironically, it goes against him. But one thing, that's one thing I like about Rob Holding. That's one thing I liked about Koscielny. Get aggressive, get tight, and then things there. Everyone is that guy after six months. What is Hoysland's skill set? I mean, he seems like he could be a target, man. To be fair with you, for, for someone who, if you look at him and his physique, he moves, he, he is relatively quick. He does chip in in terms of general play. There's still a, several gears that need to go up. I think he goes disappearing in, in big games, but he does look like he has a great future ahead of him. And if Arsenal were to get that, why not? We should be all over Hoysland. He's the shining light to Denmark's number nine, and I'm Danish. Bring him. Bring him. Bring him. I think our next transfer window might be Rice, Caicedo, Lavia, Lavia, another one we're linked with, Fresno, Don, Diaby. I don't think we get DRB, you know. I, I, I can't lie. If we could scout, and it's, it's easy for me to sit here and say that, but I'm not employed to scout. If we could find a winger that could become that, why not? Because as somebody said, every six months, there's a new guy that everyone has to buy, you know. 
what uh, Fresnadar's one who's come up at, on the scene at 18 years of age, focusing on the attacking options. Vlahovic relatively came out of nowhere at Fiorentina. My man Hojlin as well. Mudrik, again, he was the first time I ever heard of the name Mudrik and took it in. He was linked with Brentford. So, and I know everyone becomes an expert on these dons. And by the time this stream's done, there'll be a next one. Marcel and everyone else tuned in, appreciate you. My fear is that if we get over the line in the league, we won't invest to step up and end up stagnating. I mean, that's a natural fear. Obviously, Arteta is the manager, but in terms of investment, you know, he's just a small pawn in the Arsenal in the Arsenal game. But you'd imagine he's not someone that's going to rest on his laurels because now there's going to be an expectation. Even if we, we don't win the league, um, there's going to be a degree of expectation. Brighton leads, not in the forest, all could use Enketia, assuming they want him. I wouldn't dismiss Enketia. He looks like a player that comes on his own. I think he hasn't hit a ceiling yet, even though Balogun seems to be more desired right now. And you're right. And what I would say, you know, we don't know if Balogun will be a success at Arsenal or not, because the same people that are saying we must use him, he has a, a barren six months or so. They're going to get onto him and say we should have taken the money. In Eddie and Ketia's defence, not that I'm pitting them against each other. If Balogun was here doing what Eddie's doing and 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 Eddie and Ketia was over there with 17 league goals, how would everyone look at it? For what it's worth, I do think Balogun... Eddie, sorry, is more ahead of him at this time in terms of speed of thought and what Arteta demands. I do think Balogun's ceiling appears higher but who knows man one thing i like about eddie not that he's ever going to be that guy you know he it's a he's got that sucker thing about him less exaggerated but he, he he surprises you really and i think he's starting to come into his own man really eric garcia ain't it he can barely hack it in la liga his peak when he bucks mitrovic or tony i mean some reports said that uh javi's been playing him as a defensive mid maybe if arteta's on that why not the question is what are we doing with pepe and tavares coming back i like tavares well, if Tavares contracted until 2025, he could go out on loan again. If he does look a lot better defensively, Arteta could give him a chance. I know the Marseille guys come out and said that Tavares could play for Barca and all of these things. I'd love to see it. But um, probably your Pepe, is, it's over now, isn't it? I wouldn't rule out anything. You wouldn't roll out, roll, roll out him just running down his deal for a year. Maybe Arteta says, you know what, it might be cheaper than bringing another winger to run the deal down, allow us to assess other targets. Who knows, you know, we all remember... Um, we all remember uh, a few years, uh, um, a few months ago, Edu said, you know, anytime you've got someone in their mid-20s and they're not playing, they kind of kill you. So maybe they rip up his deal. I don't know, really and truly. Um, and you hope that he can, you know, we're going to take an L on him anyways, but you hope to some degree you can get a transfer fee from, from him. I can't see someone spending a transfer fee and giving him them wages. So there'll probably be an element of Arsenal having to chew the L and, and undertake some of the individual's wages, really and truly. So we'll have to see, man. Apparently, Aaron Ramsdale is one save of the of the month as well. Lovely to see that. Smash the like button. So that's almost that's a clean sweep. We've got player of the month, manager of the month, and obviously save of the month where Aaron Ramsdale's concerned. I would love for you to have a couple more clean sheets, but we don't seem to be doing that enough at times. And actually, let me put that over there. So yeah, man, keep them coming. Keep the coming. Afternoon, DG. If it was up to you, I think you mean now. Would you take both us and City losing to Liverpool? Bit of hearsay question and you never want to lose, but it would be protect the buffer. Anfield's a worry. Well, if it means us both losing and the league kind of stays the same, then I guess, yeah, but if we're never going to win at Anfield this year, when are we? And a couple of the bogey grounds, you know, St Mary's, Goodison Park. Fair enough, we won at Spurs, but St Mary's, Goodison Park, Old Trafford. We have, you know, they're typically difficult grounds for us to go to. We haven't walked away with three points. Anfield is another one of those Hopefully we take the same logic with Spurs, really, at Spurs away and win. I want to win at Anfield. I can't lie, man. 
because I do like how we've been playing in the bigger games since Arteta's come in. And obviously this season, big up DG. I think with Martinelli, Saka, Trossard, Balligan, Eddie and Jesus, the forward line is sorted. We need two midfielders, in my honest opinion. Pepe and Nelson should be sold. Tavares is a winger. Man has the defence of Amber. Oh, my days. Come on. Let's say that. What do you think will happen with Tierney? If he pushes the boat out, he leaves. If he, you know, doesn't make too much of a fuss and whatnot, then he stays, man. I think Tierney's a valued member of the squad. I don't think the club will step in his way if he says, you know what, Gaffer, this ain't for me. I want to go Newcastle where I'm going to play and things like that. For me, the problem with Tierney is the fee we'll get for him, really. Obviously, we're going to inflate it. Teams are going to water it down. But if Tierney was at Newcastle and we needed a left-back, they're not going to cast any favours of a Scottish international in his prime 20s. There's not too many teams in the Prem he does not start at in his own right as a, as a, as a traditional left-back. Fair enough, Tierney's a victim of what Arteta is doing systemically, you know, with the system and the false nine stuff. And he's got his best years in front, really. And Newcastle, everyone who's typically a top-six side, Newcastle in the next few years are going to be a problem and Tini could be a part of that, really. Couldn't begrudge him because it's all so closer to home, Scotland, as well. How much money can we make on selling players? I don't know because valuation of players and fees are too out of this world nowadays. How many times have you seen a, a player bought or sold by a club and they go for more than you think he's worth? And that's where Eddie's going to have to come into it because, you know, again, not saying anyone's going to be sold, but question marks over the Maitland-Niles, the Reese Nelsons, potentially, the Maries, the Cedrics, the Pepes, uh, and any other, Tavares, Lokonga, again, we're not saying any of these guys are going to be sold, but it's speculative as to what happens. Do they stay or do they go? Sort of thing. We are going to need some of Holding's best performances for this club, 10-10 only. I'm not going to lie, I'm bricking, I'm not going to, I'll be honest, I'm bricking it, him at, at Liverpool. It's nothing to do with him, it's just, bro, like, you're not Saliba. Even Saliba could, could struggle at, at, um, at, at, at Anfield, but that's our first choice pairing. Let's be honest, holding great great man around the training ground and things like that, but we probably should be bringing in a right-sided centre-back and probably should have really. Yes, if Tommy Asu was fit, he'd probably partner Gabriel, but injuries happen. Well, people say if City loses, we must capitalise, but to be honest, I'd take us drawing if they lose to Liverpool right now. Show me where to sing. Definitely better than both of us. Oh boy, I just we just need to focus on our games. We are on the verge of being in the Champions League and Tini could cut. And Tini, bro, if you want to play for a big team, there's competition really and truly. Who knows? Newcastle might get into a scenario where they got two left-backs in that one day. He can build a better portfolio at Newcastle than at Arsenal, so who knows? But it's true what Jason said. We're going to be in the Champions League. You know, he ain't probably... Well, he ain't played in that since the Celtic days. If he did play in the Champions League for Celtic, Victor Rogue is more than welcome. If we could get that done, get that done tomorrow, innit? But I, I, one would believe we're kind of at Barcelona's mercy in that regards. I would love that guy from Napoli, but the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. I just have a feeling that Balogun will be sold for 60 million to Real Madrid. Yeah. I don't know about that, dog. I, I don't know. 60 million probably buys you Atalanta's Hoysland, to be honest with you. Balogun, I would love to see it. No disrespect to Balogun, but yeah, probably dream chasing. 52 likes, people. Appalling, 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 appalling. Have I missed out any questions? I mean, if it, to be honest with you, if Crystal, assuming Crystal Palace stay up and they don't buy a winger, a striker, apologies. Can't lie. If Arteta says, you know what, Balogun, one more year, you might as well palm him off there, really. My my option would be Brighton, but I don't know if Balogun starts for Brighton. Crystal Palace, bro, if you can't take Mateta and Ayu's place, assuming they don't bring anyone in, then there's something seriously wrong with you, isn't it? But we'll have to see. I wouldn't rule out anything with, with Balogun, really. Might get an opportunity, might not, really. Because you got to remember, in the Champions League, you can't have it always. You can't have everyone getting a chance 
And now we're progressing to a club that now are becoming a bit more results-driven. We're less about the... We're still part of these phases and this process and all of these things. But now we're becoming a lot more competitive as a club if this season's to go off. You can't fight for all these trophies, have a bag of young players. Whether you're young or old, everybody gets the, the, the fair amount of game time. As I said, if life was fair, we'd all have a lot less. If, if, if Arsenal, using that analogy, if Arsenal fairly distributed the minutes to every player that we think should get minutes this season, bro, we probably won't be where we are in the table. Arteta's first job is getting Arsenal back to where they are, getting three points and protecting his job because nobody's going to care about all these young players getting chances if the results are inconsistent. And when you play young players, as you know, Arteta has shown the willingness, but you have to give them that that safety net of being inconsistent. Saka weren't always doing what he's doing. Martinelli last season weren't doing this. Eddie's fair enough; he's not on their level, but he's now he, he's found a role for himself. Saliba's gone on a few couple of loans, and he probably could have got opportunities when the club was less healthy. And he's still got a lot to work on. But how far would he be behind now? And there's other people that I accept that also fall into that as well. So not everybody's going to get a chance at the club, man. Really and truly. It's the sad reality of it. At Brighton might become the next Petrosa, probably. But again, there's competition there. And I'm not really a fan of some fans saying, oh, Balogun could play left wing. Come on, man. The man's a striker. He probably could. But come on. Not everyone's on the Trossard thing, the, the multifunctional player thing. You know, Eddie can play out wide, but it's not the same Eddie and Ketia. Do you think we'll win the league? I don't understand the question, really and truly, if I'm completely honest with you. In many ways, just being better than you was yesterday is winning a league trophy to me. And that's what Mikel Arteta is doing. As I say, I don't check, at, I don't check the league table. I don't know what the league is looking like. So we just have to keep working, man. What I do know, if you was eight points clear with 10 games to go, easier said than done. Keep your feet on the ground and make sure you bring it home because who knows what other teams are going to be doing next year. You know, again, I don't look at the league table, but everyone sits there and says, oh, it's not only doing what they're doing because City this, United this, Liverpool this. So... What does that have to do with Arsenal Football Club? Are you like if we're doing the right things and other clubs are not doing the right things in what they're doing? That's no issue of ours, really. You think you could tell that to Leicester? It don't make sense, really. But other clubs will hit back, and I don't know when it will happen. Risk involved playing those young players. Arsenal once paid that price crazily, and again, the margins for error, bro. You can't rock up in the Champions League with that. I would want my young players to play and whatnot. And to be honest, if Arsenal do qualify for the Champions League, I'd love to win it. I don't expect to win it. For me, the goal would be just get out of the group stages and see where we're going. As Derek said, smash the like button, man. I replied to your comment, Derek. Again, my best advice to you is, well, it's Arsenal tickets are like hotcakes at this moment in time. But my best advice to you would be, you know, use your red, get a red membership and try find one on the marketplace because there's a lot of scumbags that, you know, sell fake tickets and things. And I don't want anyone to fall foul of that, really, if I'm completely honest with you. So, yeah, man, make sure you don't get zanged by doing the right things. Off topic, but if we do hypothetically and possibly win the league 10 points clear, would that be the most P points difference that we have won it by? Probably, 100%, surely. Oh, probably just about even, you know, something tells me we've done that before. I could be wrong, man. You're going to have to go through the archives for that. Again, people, smash the like button. What we should do now is look at what the latest headlines and all of this jazz is saying, people. We've got a decent amount to get through. So let's start with, well, the screen ain't changed. Apologies, people. But let's start with this. Don't forget, 3.30 supporters show, people. Again, 3.30 today. So in just under an hour, just over an hour, apologies. 
Arsenal win. Oh, sorry, man said Arsenal. I'm so excited about Arsenal. Arteta wins fourth manager of the month of 2022-23. Mikel Arteta has been named Premier League manager of the month for the fourth time this season after being awarded March's award. People, lovely. We all know we took a maximum of 12 points from our four games against Everton, Bournemouth, Fulham and Crystal Palace. We're doing what we need to do. Emre's also been quietly going about his business at, at Villa. Obviously, Pep is doing what he's doing. De Zerbi, obviously, at Brighton has been doing the madness as well. Bakayo Saka has been named player of the month in the Premier League for March. The star boy deserves it really and truly. And it's just the latest of plaudits. So, yeah, big up him for that. Aaron Ramsdale also scooped Premier League save of the month. Who was that? What was the save for? The Bournemouth one. That was great because we were shambolic defensively in the action that led to this. I'm sure. Oh, they say in the 21st. I'm sure that was the 19th minute. But nonetheless, big up the players for getting that. DG, have you seen the supposedly new kits for next season? Yeah, I have. With Saliba's surgery, you think he's out for the season. Is it confirmed he's having surgery? Usually our title wins have been incredibly close, no? Yeah. But again, I'm sure if you go through many of our league league titles, you know, not necessarily Premier League, there might be one where we've run ahead. But to my knowledge, in my 27 years, we've never done that. I could stand corrected. Really. If Arteta takes the fifth manager of the month in April, we are champions. Let's cheer for the man. Amen. DG, love all the shows you have been hosting. Are we going to see you on any other fan channels? I'm, I'm welcome to listening if people hit up the guy. You know, I have been on a couple, but I have to hit up the guy, man. I really want to push Balogun ahead of Eddie, but the contract Eddie just got won't allow that. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. We need a right winger. I'd spend the money on a centre-mid area. I'd give Balogun a go in the Cups. But does Balogun want that? Because for me... I want Arteta to do what he did last and what he did in the Europa League group stages, go strong where you can. You know, how many, how often are you going to be playing in the FA Cup or the League Cup? Fair enough. Assuming we go into next season, you'd have an, a, 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 a Carlin Cup, Cat Yarabel fixture or two, assuming we go through. If like Brighton, we go out the first round of our skin, that's X amount of games X'd out. The FA Cup comes into play at the turn of the year. So how many opportunities? And again, Balogun should be fit and feel confident, but only a certain amount of players could be on the bench. Think about it physically. There's always a player that's going to miss out now. You know, if we bring in a winger and you bring in a couple of centre mids and you go with the, the attacking options and you need the defensive options that we have at this club, how many players can be on the bench week to week? Nelson's in the squad now. He's had to be off the bench. You know, if Nelson and Eddie were both properly fit now, one of them probably misses out because Trossard's come and given everybody a problem now. So there's only a certain amount of players, really, that you can really have, man. Do you think we, we offer Nelson a new deal? I think so. But if I was him, I don't know if I'd accept it. I know you're happy at Arsenal. You want to stay at Arsenal, all of that jazz. But for you, you probably need to go somewhere you can play week in, week out. But I hope he does stay. Five aside tournament in the summer. Why not, man? Why not? Why not? I'm open to all suggestions, man. But yeah, obviously, shout out to them. As you can see, Arteta and Saka, manager and player of the month, respectively. Shout out to Ramsdale for obviously getting uh save of the month. You know, more statistics. Only Messi has more goals and assists in Europe's top five leagues when scores are level than Bakayo Saka. Look where he's around. I'm not saying he's up there, but you're doing something well if you're next to Messi and Neymar and these sort of guys, really. Again, Tini has recorded the highest top speed of any defender in the Premier League this season. Great stuff. Mikel Arteta is now just one manager of the month award behind Jurgen Klopp's record of five successes during a single season, which occurred during Liverpool's Prem title winning season. Please. 
So, yeah, man. And that's the fourth time this season once again. Mikel Arteta has won as many Manager of the Month awards as Tottenham have picked up away wins in 2023. Power shift hype. It's, there's levels in this. Arteta, you might, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that, that Tottenham's trophy cabinet's collecting dust. At least you can that you can rent it off them and someone, they'll make some money. You know, Levy's on that. Uh, for the first time since 03-04, Arsenal have won multiple Premier League Manager of the Month awards. And again, it's positive omens, man. You know, shout out to Odegaard earlier last year. So, yeah, man, more propaganda. Uh, moving away from this, Aaron Ramsdale is wary of Leeds. Of Leeds people, they've got nothing to lose. Their Premier League status, they're going to be here for a fight. They're going to want us to spoil the party. They need three points more than us. And I don't believe that because I'm an Arsenal fan, but like they're fighting for survival in this league. We're fighting allegedly for the top of the table. It's a bit of a privilege to be doing that. There was more freedom when I was down at the bottom playing against the bigger teams. I wouldn't say it was a free hit, but when you are playing against someone who's in and around you, it's a big pressure game and teams are nervous and don't want to make a mistake. But then they could come here to the Emirates and say, we're going to have a good go and see what happens. You look at Bournemouth. It's normally the games that should be playing sailing for us that have actually been the ones that are a bit shaky, really. They could get to nil-nil after 60 minutes and just sit in and defend for their lives. So the free hit phase is not one I like using. You saw what Bournemouth did, and I don't think we took that for granted. I just think you can be bottom of the table, you can score goals against anyone or beat anyone in this league. We've seen that with big teams dropping points. I think with these games, it's more about your concentration and preparation before the game, and then hopefully on the pitch, you can take care of the performance. Facts, man. He's also said we're expecting a tough game. They've had a change of manager but I feel like the way they've approached most recent games is very similar they have the same sort of style the way they want to dominate the team by outrunning them and then by letting their quality show after they've had a great win before the international break against Wolves which was a six-pointer so it'll be another top tough tough test and hopefully it's one we can come through like we've done at the Emirates more times than not this season hopefully it'll be a good day for us amen and you know one of the games that will always stand out for me this season is Leeds away because the man answering the questions in Ramsdale and Gabriel, they were men inspired. Leeds better get slapped. We lost the league in 99 and 03 because of Leeds. Yeah, just checked in 03, 04. We finished it. We finished the season with 11 points difference from second. The weird thing with Nelson, man, is that he didn't play all that well in two, three games he started. But when he came off the bench in his last Premier League games, he was man of, man of the match. Insane. He is gold on that bench. Get a role for yourself. Keep smashing the likes and keep your comments coming, people. We'll have injuries next year. We'll have to go strong in both. In my opinion, I'd get two promoting, cheap and experienced in the game and is a good plan B striker. I hear that. Hear people saying City is the game. For me, it's the game before them. Win them and we go to City not needing to win. Obviously, every game is three points and of equal importance to get City clear at the top. I hear you. Interesting talking points. Leeds without four key players. I hear that, you know, they've got injuries around everyone, but we've had injuries and got on with it. We've lost the teams in the last 18 months, two years without their key players. When we beat Manchester United at the Emirates last year and when we beat Chelsea at, at Stamford Bridge, did we have... I'm sure Partey weren't there. I, I could stand corrected, but I'm pretty sure Tierney, Tomiyasu and Partey, three of our strongest players weren't there. So you're just going to have to get on with it, man. In regards to your poll, once someone once said you can never have too many strikers. I hear that. I hear that. As long as they're multifunctional, why not? So, yeah, let's get rid of that. Speaking of these 10 games, Mikel Arteta wants the players to enjoy the final 10 games. The gaffer said, and again, I'm waiting on his press conference comments, we cannot control the outcomes of other clubs. We can What we can control is what we do every single day, how we behave, how we train, how we communicate, how we control our energy and the messages we send to our people. Now it has to be about enjoying the last part of the season with enthusiasm, 
energy and a real hunger to continue what we've done and, if possible, better. I think we have really good people and we have really good players. They are curious all the time to improve, learn and be better. It's a joy to work with this group. They really follow us and want to please everyone and they love what they do, love living with each other and love playing for each other. I think you can sense that. He then went on to say, I really liked what I saw on the first day back from holiday. People are hungry. I think the signings and that we made that we made were a big impact on the team by generating belief and taking the ability and leadership of the team to a different level. Then it was about trying to build that up every single day to a level where you start to believe that you can be at the top and that you can sustain it. We also have the right level of competition and cooperation because they really want to help each other, but they have to challenge each other as well to benefit the team and lift the standards to where we want. Smash the light, but I think that's facts really so far from Arteta. Um, he said the secret is probably the unity and the togetherness that we have between them. They love to spend time with each other, play with each other, and they love to play in front of our people. They really have that sense of belonging to the club. He then went on and said people in relation to his free at the back and whatnot, well, free at the back, well, it, indirectly a free, a free 2-5 of, of sorts off the ball, but inverted fullbacks. It started when I was at Barcelona and we played a 3-4-3 diamond and one of the fullbacks used to play there. Pep did it for the first time at Bayern Munich with Lam, and that was developed at City with many different ways of doing it with different players. That's the great thing. You can take things from other sports and other coaches to make yourself better and that curiosity is necessary to evolve facts. Hopefully, Mikel Arteta's comments have come up. No, they haven't yet. So, press conference, we're waiting. 10 games to go, people, and it starts with Leeds. Liverpool next week. Well, everyone's fighting, you know. We've got to play a lot of teams fighting for their lives, really, or teams that have things to play for. Hopefully, by the time we get here, you know, you'd imagine these other teams can confirm what they need to do. But Liverpool are trying to keep their top four hopes alive. West Ham are fighting for their lives, as is Southampton, as is Nottingham Forest and Wolves. Brighton are trying to have a great season and finish in Europe. Chelsea are trying to claw back what they can claw back. City's a double pointer for obvious reasons. So, well, it is all, it's all to play for, man. It's all to play for. And I can't lie, I'd, pre I'd prefer City's run <laughs> in comparison to ours, really. I backed them against Leicester. I backed them against Southampton. They probably beat Liverpool, even though I want to be wrong 100%. Hopefully, Fulham, Brentford, Leeds could do us a job because we're going to get this around this time of the season. This is when you're going to see shock shock results, really. See, Everton could beat, could beat City. We could lose to Leeds, unfortunately, at, just for the curiosity of this. And Wolves could do something against United. Less on this team in the far right, and it don't really matter what they're doing, really. Churam's a baller. Well, I prefer the midfielder Churam, not his older brother. Uh, in relation to Saliba, Arsenal dealt major fitness blow with William Saliba set to miss Saturday's clash against Leeds with Rob Holden expected to deputise once more as Mikel Arteta's side looked to keep Manchester City at arm's length. What has been said specifically? Apparently, Saliba is expected to miss Arsenal's Premier League clash with Leeds as the defender continues to recover from a back injury. We all know he started all but one of the league games this season and has a great partnership developing with his colleague Gabriel People. Again, the nature of his problems means it remains uncertain exactly when he'll return to Arsenal's title tilt. As you know, he missed the game before the international break against Crystal Palace. So we'll have to see. Apparently on Friday, neither Saliba or Eddie Nketiah trained, so it's safe to probably rule them out. Eddie's still struggling with his ankle injury. Tommy Asu and El Nene are gone. Part A seems to be fit, people. So pardon me, we'll have to see exactly what happens. But again, it all depends where you read because apparently Mikel Arteta has come out today and said on, on Saliba's injury I'm very hopeful that he'll play again this season William is progressing unfortunately still has some discomfort he's not going to be fit for the Leeds game dust yourself off for Liverpool in it you know again I don't want to underrate Leeds but we should be able to get away with Rob Holding respectfully to him at, at, at centre-back and I hope Holding in a nice way in our next two games assuming he plays against Liverpool I hope you're man of the match really because it means you did all right 
and everyone's kind of ex- not to necessarily to fail, but rightly so. We're allowed to be nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, again, no one knows what these social media donnies are saying, but William Saliba is being monitored day to day at present, and Arsenal are not ruling him out returning to face Liverpool at Anfield next weekend. Eddie and Ketty is back training on the grass and building his fitness back up. Arsenal hope the player can return to full training very soon. Uh, after William Saliba's first scan, Arsenal feared his season was over as he required surgery. However, after a second scan, Arsenal thought he could get through the games, but with a risk, Saliba has not been booked for an operation and will be managed very carefully, allegedly. But again, I don't know if these guys have anything to believe, but small thread regarding the William Saliba injury situation as all sorts of information is flying around about now. Saliba has been assessed over the last two weeks by the Arsenal medical team who have expressed he'll be fit for the remainder of the season bar leads. Many sources and outlets claim Saliba would be out for months or needing surgery before the end of the season. However, this is not the case. Saliba will be fit to face Liverpool at Anfield next week and is expected back in full training post leads. I mean, if he's not, they're on to you. I don't know this guy from nowhere, but I don't know, man. Something just maybe it's because I want Saliba to be fit, but to believe it, in it, he will require. Sorry, yeah, he will require surgery, but this has not been deemed urgent, allowing this to be done after the Premier League season has concluded. He'll be nurtured and carefully monitored throughout the remainder of the season. However, as things stand, Saliba will be fit for the remainder of the season. This is why I've reported the injury is not as serious as others have reported, as he will, in capital letters, be available during the running. And yeah, we will have to see exactly what's been said in that regards, man. But he appears quite upbeat. Um, he's also spoken about other things. Arsenal have begun discussions with both Odegaard and Ramsdale over new contracts. Both the club and the players feel a new contract is due regarding their current statuses uh, at Arsenal and in line with their recent performances more as this develops. Um, and he's also said that on Saliba as well, people, that there's growing confidence with Saliba signing a new deal, people. So we'll have to monitor that. I don't believe this one bit, but apparently the Marseille gaffer has said on Tavares, he's still a young player, but he has fantastic physical capacity, capacities, which is true. He's got an engine. He's got an a, outstanding ability to run. What about defending or with a football? He could play at Real, at Barcelona, at City. He still needs to grow and progress. We talk a lot to him. He's, he's clearly just gassing him up so he plays well for the remainder of the season. But I want to be wrong, man, Tavares. I want to believe that. Um, so, yeah, man, we don't know what's going on with Saliba, people. Because, again, if you go on this, Saliba's scan revealed the injury was much worse than first feared. Club sought a second opinion to see if they could manage him through the rest of the season as he wants to continue playing. But player welfare has to be the priority. And, again, apparently his second scan looked better and the club think they can get him through the games. But, no, he could pull up at any time. He'll be managed very carefully. God knows, man. How long's a piece of string? To us, it's not It's not known. Part A spotted in training before the Leeds game. Do you think he'll play? Maybe get subbed on late in the game? So he needs to play, bro. He's fit. He needs to start. What I love about this team is that our two centre-backs are class and Benny Blanco is our third centre-back in set pieces and he's good enough to be a full-back too. Lovely guy, man. Leeds will play a 4-5-1 and go for a draw. I mean, we have to become accustomed and get comfortable with teams playing low blocks against us. So we're going to have to find a way to continue to break these things down. We've got 71 likes on YouTube. Can we get to 100? If you've hit the like button, one love already. Twitch gang, you know you're appreciated. So with Saliba, God knows really, you know. London have added stuff as well, people. We'll have to know, really. You know, they're kind of echoing the same things. I don't think anybody knows a thing. Charles Watts has been speaking as well. Let's see specifically what he has said. Club medical staff have been working with the 21-year-old over the past fortnight and assessing scam results, but it's not yet clear exactly when he'll return. He's not expected to be involved against Leeds, however, and is a major doubt to face Liverpool next weekend. So we don't know. Return date for Saliba is not yet known, with Arsenal carefully managing the defender's recovery process. We all know Tommy Asu's had surgery. It's done. Party is fit. Enketia is progressing. Tini is fit. 
El Nene is out for what's left of this season. We've been linked with Caicedo again, people. According to reports from his homeland, Arsenal and Chelsea maintain their great interest in obtaining the services of the Ecuadorian Moses Caicedo, Moise Caicedo. The price set from Brighton is 90 million. They'll have to have an air of negotiation around that because that looks a myth. Um, We've been linked. Apparently, we have a five-man striker shortlist. Arsenal are monitoring five strikers ahead of the summer transfer window, including Victor Osimhen and Tammy Abraham, with Mikel Arteta eyeing reinforcements amid doubts over Balogun's future. Arsenal are weighing up their options for the summer transfer window. They must decide whether to keep Balogun or to cash in on him. Oh, what's that? If they are to sell him, they'll look to bring in a more physical striker, which I'm sure we're all up for. Arsenal have reportedly scouted five strikers from across Europe with the London club beginning to draw up their plans for the upcoming summer transfer market. Apparently, a top-class midfielder is the priority, but there are also discussions to be made over the striking department. Arsenal already have Gabriel Jesus and Eddie Nketiah, who have been very impressive, though not exactly clinical in front of goal, which is true for all three of them, as good as they've been. Balogun has shone at Rems this season, with only two players having managed more goals in Liga, and hopefully this weekend he has more. The Gunners now must decide whether to integrate the 21-year-old into the squad or cash in on his good form with many teams interested. If they are to do the latter, they may look to bring in a more physical striker to give them another option in attack, particularly when teams sit back and defend deep. The Evening Standard report that the club have watched Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Dusan Vlahovic, Tammy Abraham and Victor Osman, three play four players, five players, better yet, four players, yeah, four players that have continuously been linked with us. They've also taken note of six foot three five now. Ramos Hoysland, who scored five goals in two games for Denmark last week at the age of 20. Osman is probably the least realistic option with Napoli, one of the most with the Napoli star, one of the most coveted strikers in Europe after his stunning form for the runaway Serie A leaders. Vlahovic is a familiar name to Arsenal fans with the striker having famously turned down the move to London in favour of joining Juventus, where he has 20 goals in 49 appearances, people. Dominic Calvert-Lewin has not been able to stay fit, but if Everton go down, maybe that's something we do. Tammy Abraham's done all right in Italy, not so much this season, but yeah. Out of them, probably only one Osimhen and, and Hoijlin, if I'm honest. If Tammy and Dominic Calvert-Lewin join, fair enough. Vlahovic is not an ability. You turn us down once. It's a myth. Again, anyone can link us with anyone. It's, it's important to remember the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Allegedly, Arsenal are among the clubs considering making a move for Eitrek Frankfurt star forward Colomane. Colomane has emerged as one of the star names in the European market after his fine form for Frankfurt and cameo roles with France in the World Cup. I think they've come out and said they don't really want to sell him in the summer, kind of alluding to if an offer comes that's too big to turn down, why not? We need to remember there's a Euros next year. Moving to a bigger club could boost his opportunities or or if his form kind of dips and he doesn't fit in tactically, it could it could it, it might not help. And from a club perspective, if he does what he's doing this year for half of these players and they're going off to their country, play for their country next year in the Euros, it goes up. So I don't know, people. They're saying 79 million. It's a bit mad. And some reports say it could go up to 100. It's a bit mad. He's linked with Man United as well as us. Decent player, very raw. Arteta would have to get very hands-on with him. But yeah, man. RIP Rollcastle once again. In the back of his mind, outstanding Arsenal player has been thinking about joining Paris Saint-Germain, says Ben Jacobs. What specifically have you said? His form has rocketed and how hard has it been to convince the player that Arsenal is a better option than going to France where he played so well with Marseille. He only lives six kilometres from the middle of Paris in his family home. PSG were looking at centre-backs, bringing in Scrinia now. They have Scrinia coming in and they want one more. You can understand why this goal to France, they'll want you and pay you handsomely has been in the back of his mind earlier in the season, but now all parties are on the same page. Where did you get that from? I'm not saying the logic's wrong, but where did Ben Jacobs get this? Saliba is the one that has been more problematic. It's always, be, it's always behind in terms of the roadmap, but from... 
people I talk to, they've said this for months. Saliba will extend, Saka will extend, and Martinelli has extended. So, yeah, draw whatever conclusions you feel like drawing there, folks. Let's just close some of this because it just looks a lot more prettier when these things are closed. Oh, shouldn't have closed that. Going to need that for later. But 100% chance, huge chance, lightning quick Arsenal target will be on the market this summer. Once again, we've heard that they want to get rid of Lahavich. So we've been linked with him again. Ben Jacobs again. Specifically, what have you said? Well, you notice, people, that when I do this, I'm not interested in think pieces. I want to see exactly what's said. Here we go. Vlahovic is one to watch for a number of clubs because there's 100% an opportunity that he's available on the market. I said that in December, and I understand the situation to be exactly the same. Tammy Abraham is one to watch as well. So we'll watch all of these things, people. Again, Tavares. You can see how shocked I was by Tavares being spoken about in the way he is. I've got so many articles on such. Jude Bellingham, what is this? Arsenal will repeat, reportedly overlook Borussia Dortmund star Jude Bellingham this summer and instead focus their transfer efforts elsewhere as they look to continue their upward trajectory under Mikel Arteta. We know this. And with Saka getting a new healthy contract, what would Bellingham potentially ask for? But yeah, we know a number of clubs are interested in him. We'd have to leave that one out, people. I mean, I'd rather Jude Bellingham over Declan Rice, but it seems like that will be our England international midfielder. I'm confident Saka is extending the contract in April, but I'm nervous about Saliba. Don't want another daily deuce in the summer. I do, because what else are we going to talk about? Uh, Gundogan's future's up in air. We ain't getting him, but I'm just trying to push this agenda, people. His agent has neither confirmed or denied that he could leave City. There's definitely no agreement yet with any club. The player's uncle and agent uh, said via The Guardian, the focus on uh, Ikai Gundogan in recent weeks was only on City and the birth of his son. He then went on and said, people, now Gundogan is in the final and crucial phase of the season and he's completely focused on that. Where Gundogan plays next season is still open. He's been linked with a free transfer to Barcelona. Come and link Arteta again. Sergi Milinkovic, uh, Sergi Milinkovic Savic makes decision on Arsenal transfer. Yeah, right. Where we heard this all the time, people. Apparently, people, according to a report out of Italy, who claimed Lazio are now at risk of being offered less than 25 million for their star midfielder, the Serie A outfit are hoping for 35 million. The report claims Milinkovic Savic, who rejected Arsenal last summer, will now gladly accept an offer from Mikel Arteta's side, who are currently top of the Premier League. We'll have to see, man. Is this, at this point, is he even a real player? Stock has fallen. Arsenal no longer want special midfielder who could join Spurs instead, says journalist. Boy, this is Tom's. Uh, big up Tom Cannon, make sure you're following him on YouTube. Telemann's stock has fallen so considerably now that he's not even on the market for Arsenal at this moment in time. He might move to Tottenham maybe or he could go abroad on a on a free. I don't think Arsenal are really discussing him. They were really, they were, they really were last summer. They really wanted to sign him, but when he proved to be too expensive, the club said they could get him for free next summer if we want to. That was my understanding on the situation. Fair enough, but yeah, if you go Spurs, you sign your career away. We was linked with Victor Rule last, last night, people, and once again, for those that haven't been involved, Barcelona have been chasing the 18-year-old and they need to be aware of competition from England, where the Gunners have positioned themselves for the operation. It's explained Arsenal insist the most to secure the striker services. The Gunners are his strongest bidders with their transfer chief, Edu Gaspar, leading the pursuit. The director has been in contact with the teenagers' camp for months. Edu is offering the, the Brazil under-20 international a tailor-made sport in project at the North London club, and he also knows how to treat young talents from South America. Rude can meet his compatriots, Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, and even Jorginho, and 
at some point, you know, you get to link up with Marquinhos, who's over there at Norwich. His father, along with his agent, are in London, where they'll be in talks with a few English clubs over a potential deal. The youngster will leave Atletico Paranese in the summer, and Barca will have to battle it out with Arsenal for his signature. Unlike the Catalan club, Mikel Arteta's side don't have any financial restrictions to carry out his signings. If Arsenal reach an agreement with Rug, they can negotiate with Atletico without having to request or demand to pay the fee in several instalments. Allegedly, Chelsea are keen as well. Blessings, my guy. Big up DG. Do you think Trossard can play on the right to give Saka a break? Trossard is probably our most adaptable player in the front four positions. The 10, the left, the right, as he's shown up front. You know, Martinelli can play on the right. Trossard would probably be my go-to because, you know, he's 28. What you see is what you get. And, you know, I think with Martinelli, obviously good partnership off the left. You can play on the right, as could Saka and Fury on the left. One day that might be a thing, but Trossard seems to be all right. And I'm keen to see him link up with Odegaard on a more consistent basis. But, yeah, man. It is what it is in that regards. Um, so, yeah, it appears that that's that. On Asu Fatty, who's been linked with us, I can't guarantee, uh, Vice President of Barca said, I can't guarantee that Fatty will 100% stay because it doesn't depend on me. But I can tell you that Javi trusts him. I told Asu that he has to decide his own future. I never want our Masia talents to leave Barcelona. Fair enough. And to wrap up the transfer segment of this live stream, people, I can't actually, I need my glasses. But yeah, let's go to the top. Ra rah. Don't gas me. Too many. Should have got him at board, though. I'm sure there's a video on my YouTube channel. I mean, as I always say, the articles need to lie to us, innit? Lie to us. Arsenal keeping tabs on Chiuameni, who, you know, is having a testing period. According to El National, National, bearing in mind Real Madrid paid 100 million for him, Arsenal are interested in making a move for Real Madrid midfielder Chiuameni to improve their squad in the summer. As per the report, the French midfielder has lost his place in the Real Madrid squad to compatriot Camavinga, and Real Madrid will begin negotiations for him if an offer of around 70 million arrives. You're at Real Madrid. You're not doing the job. You'll be out the team. Valverde's had to be patient. You know, obviously he's a drool. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a a jewel in the French in the French cabinet at this moment in time. You know, and for Real Madrid to have him potentially Cam, uh, Camavinga or Valverde and maybe Jude Bellingham or someone of that ilk, wavy. And you know, I think Arteta, for what it's worth, would love Chouameni. I remember reading the report as to how he likes to improve and he likes to look at his statistics and and all of those sort of things. But you should have bought him when he was at Monaco. Should have bought him when he was at Bordeaux. If he was available, he lifts our midfield in it. But come on now, we all know this is worse. Jesus can play on the wing as well. Arsenal keeping tabs on Eric Garcia. I like him. It's just a no for me. It's not really a mentality thing, but you're a bit too timid. I don't know if you're the most physically composing. You're better than Rob Holding. So by default, you would provide a good option on the right-hand side. Xavi's allegedly been working with him to play midfield. So if that's something Arteta's on, why not? If Arteta wants the man, fair enough. He's worked with him enough. But not really what I want to see happen. But, you know, Barcelona could be bringing in another defender. Maybe that's where them reports come from, people. Uh, we've been linked with, with Sasha Boy as well of Galatasaray. Mikel Arteta's Arsenal align, project aligns with, re, with Declan Rice's future goals. Arsenal to put a massive release clause in Saka's contract. I don't believe this 120 million nonsense, just like I don't believe we're going to sign or want to make a move for Paqueta. I think if in an imaginary world, if Fabio Vieira or Odegaard weren't there, maybe, but it don't seem like your skill set is required, even though you'd give us an, a decent option and your form hardly pushes the ball out. And you're not better at this moment in time than what we have in them roles. Probably be potentially. Allegedly, we're prioritising a move for Caicedo of Brighton. Tomorrow, it'd be Declan Rice is the priority. This report says 35 million for Hoechlin people, but I'm pretty sure if we scroll down, it'll say 50. We have been linked with Lavia. Allegedly, we've joined the race for such. Declan Rice has rejected contract offers. We've been linked with uh, Ilias from Barcelona B, free agent potentially. 
Leeds, Sevilla, AC Milan also looking at Sarch, who's been linked with Brian Diaz, who's ironically been linked with going back to Real Madrid, who's currently on loan at AC Milan. Uh, bring Zubamendi to the carpet, people apparently set to place a bid for Zubamendi in the coming months. Uh, there you have it. This how you know I've, I've looked at this website so many times. This now says 50 million euros to sign Hoijland. And assuming Hoij, I'm sure Hoijland would want to join, but you're not, you might not necessarily be immediate first choice. You are of sorts at Atalanta. Does it make sense to leave now or when you're ready? Been linked with Noah Oka for hopefully we can tie Odegaard down to a new deal. Allegedly, we want to tie him down to 2030. We're the front runners for Musa Diaby. We've been linked with Ishmael Benassia. Kaiseido hype once again. And that wraps up that part of the live stream, people, essentially. So, yeah, man, what are you lot saying? Keep your comments and so on and so forth coming, people. I really hope Mikel Arteta's press conference is done. Don't forget, I'm live at 3.30, people. 3.30, 6.50 today. You know, we're watching Arsenal's under-21s against Manchester United. I've got my supporters club on at 3.30. Tomorrow, 2.30, we're watching Arsenal versus Leeds. Before that, together, we're watching... Manchester City against Liverpool people. Content, 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 and more content. Smash the like button on the vids, people. Help the engagement. Help our platform grow, people. So, yeah. And keep your comments coming. You lot make the platform. There'd be no point sitting there if you lot weren't here. So, as usual, I appreciate you lot's consistent support, folks, people. Again, make sure you smash the like button on the Arsenal Leeds one, which should be the last link. You see me spamming your timelines. Twitch gang, you've got nothing to worry about. You just need to check your schedules. One quick, That's one feature, sorry, I like that that Twitch has that. Unfortunately, that same luxury is not given to YouTube. At what point is it Arsenal mathematically possible for Arsenal to win the table? I don't know. You'd have to speak to a mass man. Same way Mandem are keeping tabs on Rihanna's stock. Chua many would be a dream. Trust or Kelly Rowland. Um, if we win the league, Chelsea will choke on its money. Nobody will choose them over Arsenal anymore. Not even a joke. As much as I don't want to say that, people would probably, there'll be, if you've got 10 players in the room, five will go Arsenal, five will go Chelsea. You know, two might not even want to go. I think Arsenal have an attractive op proposition and project. But, you know, let's not kid ourselves. I don't want to say it, but if Chelsea get their act together, that's also an attractive proposition. And the top six is the top six. Whether you're a young player or, or talented player, regardless of if you sign for even City, even though they're probably the most unrealistic as to what I'm about to say. If you sign for Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool, and, well, if you lot want to add Spurs into that stuff in Newcastle one day, you know, big up Newcastle. You have to be prepared that one day, one season, your season might look like Chelsea's or look like Arsenal's. One time you might have Arsenal last year where you're getting things together, you choke where it comes to the top four or you're in the Champions League. As the league gets more and more competitive, maybe in the next 20 years, everyone can get promoted, everyone can get relegated. It was a top four, top five, now it's a top six. You know, it is what it is. Greetings, DG. Give give a shout-out to our ladies for reaching the Champions League semi-final. We spoke about that yesterday, but once again, shout-out to Arsenal's women, man. Actually, at this moment in time, I don't know if we're playing Barcelona or Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg but bring them on the same way. And what a goal that first goal was, man. And big up the atmosphere, big up the tickets sold, man. You know, helps grow the game and whatnot. Five more likes and then we have 100, folks. So, yeah, man, keep your thoughts coming. Let me see if there's anything else. Arsenal concerned people to go over. 3.30, we go live once again. Saliba's been officially ruled out of the Leeds game, as we already know, people. I think we was all prepared for him to miss the Leeds game. But Liverpool's the one where we're like, oh, you know what? Because, he, listen, you can't disrespect Rob Holding. He did his job against Crystal Palace. It was one-way traffic. He did well. But there was one, two moments where you're like, oh. And obviously, it's not even a disrespect to Holding. Saliba gives us a lot when we're playing with, a, you know, he's got the physical capacities to play a high line and get back. Holding likes to get tight because if you spin him, he's in trouble. And 
to a degree, it kind of, you know, he hasn't got the passing range of others. So that means our midfielders can't take up certain positions and probably means Benjamin White. Obviously, it's not even a disrespect. If you play Sunday League and you know your friend is playing and you're a fullback and you know he's a bit slow and you're a fullback and you know that you're playing against a left winger, that if he gets in a foot race, he gets in trouble. Naturally, you're going to try your best to protect him a bit more. And that goes for everybody. It's a bit like if you're Gabriel, if you're playing a game where... Zinchenko for all his centre mid stuff where you know he goes to sleep defensively, you're either going to ask him to stay in position or you're going to have to pull out there. And the same goes for the midfielders. Partey isn't going to probably be able to contribute going forward as much as he normally does because we're going to have to double down with Partey, with Benjamin White and maybe just generally our strength. You know, it's stupid, but you win football matches by scoring more goals. We just need to score more goals than our positions until Saliba's back because I'm quite nervous about it. But we kind of, it's not the same. It's really not, it's really not the same, people. But we said this about uh, about Eddie and Ketty, or some said it about Eddie and Ketty stepping in for Jesus, and we got through it. So you hope we can get through it again, but psh, easier said than done, isn't it? Really, Holden has all my faith. You know, I'll support every player that plays for this club. But I'll be kidding you. I'll be kidding myself if I didn't believe that. I, I, I would love to wake up tomorrow and oh, actually, Saliba's injury isn't as bad, and he's fit again and whatnot. And even that, it's a bit nerve wracking. Even if we're having to be careful and manage him, and he he could pull up at any moment. It could happen at any moment. Now, you hope, you hope that if he is going to suffer a setback, if he, if we do have to manage his workload, that it's nothing to do with the Newcastle away game, Etihad away, Liverpool away, Chelsea at home. There's probably another gazy game there as well, people. But it is what it is, man. This happens. Did you give a match day prediction for the game? It's not match day yet, uh, unless you're talking about, you know, our under-21s playing against Man United. But... Leeds are fighting for their lives, man. It might be another Bournemouth one. I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal. I'd prefer it to be 2-0. Holding is judged on that Spurs match last season when he was provoked by Son and the ref didn't see it. I mean, to be fair with you, I'm not going to lie to you, but you're going to, you know, Son suckered him. You could see, I remember that game vividly. You could see, and to be honest, Arteta probably didn't set us up in the best way. Cedric and Holding were exposed. Cedric is in la-la land. Holding is getting tight. What do you expect? It's a bit like I'd expect Saka to do. I want Saka to provoke wingers, you know, to the point where they're going to kick him and lose their brain. That happens at Sunday League. Holding can only, can only blame himself if he was provoked. He lost his head. He just has to hold that. But before he got sent off, he was moving mad. Like... That's a very smart bit of play from Son. We used to do it. Henri used to pee off players and take a little fancy tumble when he could and any other player could. Dark arts. Game management. Someone is going to drop points before season. And bro, Arsenal and Liverpool are going to drop points. Hopefully it's not us this week. I'm worried about the Etihad and Anfield, but the boys have to prove they want it. It's in their hands. Like you said it there. Like you said it there, man. You know, you've got to that period now, April to May. Don't ruin it. Remember, 10 games is a maximum of 30 points. A lot still to play for for this if we're winners' mentality is created. I hear that? There's a lot to be said, and it's, it's important that we keep our feet on the ground. Don't get too excited, regardless of what happens with City and us. In the best-case scenario, City lose their next two, three games, and we win ours. Obviously, if we choke against Leeds, we just have to keep going. Now, we need to beat Leeds. Respectfully to Leeds, you're fighting for your lives. If anything, Arsenal probably look a bit more shaky defensively at home than away for me. And the games that are filled with a lot of drama, bar, bar leads away, ironically, and probably Villa have been at home. But Leeds are fighting for their lives. You know, if I put yourself in the Leeds shoes, you'd be looking at Arsenal like spoiled rich kids or, or young or young men or women or whatever. They're fighting for the league. That's prestige. They're trying to keep bread in the they're trying to keep bread in 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 the cupboard. Because if they get if Leeds get relegated, like everyone who's from 12th to 20th, some of you won't be playing Premier League football. Unfortunately, it's a business. Clubs will have to make cutbacks. The tea lady, the kit man, 
these men that have been there for 20 guys and girls that have been there for 20, 30 years, they probably will have to go. Their backs are against the wall. If Arsenal lose, oh, well, you're talking about the league, we go again. If they lose, there's ramifications according to what happens around them. So Leeds are going to be on this. As Ramsdale said, you know, you've got to be a, a bit fearless playing against these bigger teams. I know Mikel Arteta and I hope the players, you know, there can't be any complacency. If we just do what we've been doing, be all right, man. Holding made us fifth last season. No, he didn't. He might have made mistakes and stuff. Anywhere we finish, there's 38 games. Holding didn't play the majority of them. Any successes or failures, we shared that among the squad. We, you know, we finished fifth together because, yeah, you can sit there and say we relied on them kind of guys at crucial periods. What about the first half of the season where we were dropping silly points? We're in this together. It, you know, you take holding out and, and keep certain players fit. Do we necessarily get top four next se last season? Potentially, but football's not as basic as that, really. It's a squad game. And some of these squad players, you know, as much as I, I haven't got time for Cedric or Tavares, I like holding, but we need to move away from you. There was times they came in last season and did quite well. It's just the problem is we had to rely on them a bit too long. So who knows? We got DG. I'm not getting carried away, hoping this Saliba injury isn't long term and we need to stay healthy for this stretch almost there. It's true, man. And But I think this season, well, the number of years, but this season has probably shown you whether you are in not in Europe like we are now, whether you're in the Europa League, whether you're in the Champions League, even last year where we only played once a week, really. Yes, you can have too many, too much members of your squad, but you can never be too prepared in that regards, man. Because the minute some of our players come back, couple men get injured. We all know from August until now, we've done quite well with keeping part A fit. But like just like the last international break we're coming off, we're sitting there and going, oh, what's going on there? McKenney and Tyler Adams for Leeds. We may miss part A even more if he doesn't make it. Apparently, Tyler Adams isn't there. Again, as you're right, West Ham, exactly. West Ham holding had a good game and weren't that where we drew and conceded three goals. So what was everybody else doing, really? You know, yeah, if God forbid holding plays poor against Liverpool, that, you know, we'll have to hold that and we'll sit there and say we have better players. But, you know, is holding to blame for us not winning the game against uh, uh, at Southampton for how we played or didn't play at, uh, um, at Man United away? No, he's not. And, and the other rare occasions that we drop points, City in the league? No, he's not. We win, draw and lose together. If you play two games or you play 38, everyone's in this. True say Holden has been waiting for this moment. Football's a squad game. Everyone has to contribute. Is what is. Like you said there, he's been waiting for this moment. Take it. Because you can't buy a game if Saliba and these guys are fit. I'd rather Tommy Asu play ahead of you at centre-half. I'd rather if we had another right-back, like for argument's sake, we had Fresnadar. I'd rather him come into the mix and maybe Benjamin White shift over there. I hope Arteta with this is thinking about a centre-half. But you can't buy a game. Go and take your opportunities. They're like Eddie and Ketia. Take it. Grab it. Grab it with both hands. Because if you don't, it's peak for you. Simple as that. Let's be real. Even, you know, holding good good, good guy around the dressing room, all of that. But the more Arteta keeps fixing up this team, the more that kind of becomes redundant and it's more about ability. We've got to be cruel to be kind. Holding, unless he wakes up and he really is like Cannavaro tomorrow, we're probably getting to the end of his, of his road, barring the homegrown stuff. So, yeah, man, we'll have to see. But Holding has much. Everybody has this support. You know, if Tavares, I'm, listen, I'm not a fan of Tavares. I'm a fan of you when you play for the club and I'd want to be proven wrong. But any game you play, I'll support your team. Simple as that. If you're a soup, what kind of soup would you be? I don't know about that, but just something wavy and sexy and the highest seller in the in the, in the West Indian shop. I don't know, man. Something wavy. Leave Rashford alone, man. Leave Rashford alone. But yeah, man, Leeds are missing several players. But that means certain players that couldn't buy a game have an opportunity to stand up to be counted. And again, make yourself a hero. Leeds are, their fans are annoying in a way that, you know, 
They'll make it. They'll make noise tomorrow and make a scene and stuff. Why can't Benjamin White replace Saliba? Because who the hell is going to play right back? Like we don't have one. You know, we can't be bringing in youth man at this point in the season. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to us. Um, obviously, if you shift Partey there, he can play there. Shown in Spain, he could play there on occasions. But that shifts the dynamic, and you're now probably having to play Xhaka and Jorginho where. Some games you get away with it. Some games it, it does. Let's be honest, it does lack mobility, really. And obviously, if you remove Partey from that midfield, Arteta has carefully crafted a well-engined unit. You know, Partey is the six. Xhaka is the eight. Xhaka still has to defend. So, uh, Partey has shown he can contribute going forward. You rob that. And indirectly, that's robbing Saka. That's robbing Odegaard. That's robbing whoever's up front or on the left wing. That's actually robbing Zinchenko running off into right centre mid and all these things. But injuries, these things happen. We have to get on with it. I've got a lot of sympathies for Mikel Arteta. I don't when it comes to injuries, and it's not isolated to him. I don't have sympathy for any manager that gets injuries. This is part and parcel. I know Ten Hag, pardon my language, was bitching and stuff like that, but he's had it better than Liverpool and Chelsea. We've had it better than United, so yeah, it is what it is. But both our teams have had it better than Liverpool and Chelsea. You could sit there and say, boy, we've had a tough time with injuries. Leeds could sit there and feel sorry for themselves. Oh, we've got injuries fighting relegation. In life, someone's always got it better. Someone's always got it worse. Face your front and get on with it. Simple as that, essentially. We're just going to have to get on with it. And I hope that, you know, hold. I, as I said, I hope Holden ends up being man of the match. Because if I was him, not that, I, again, all that matters is Mikel Arteta's faith in myself, the man above, and how I would feel if I was Rob Holden, you know. But if he was looking at social media and things, you want to, it could help, it could dent your confidence. But, you know, fans will be the first to applaud you, really and truly. And as we've seen with Granite Xhaka and Enkettia at their periods in time, the world could not think you're good enough for Arsenal or not the guy, but the man whose opinion matters in the sense of Mikel Arteta, because he's the one picking the team, if he believes in you and your teammates believe in you, get on with it. Simple as that, really. Football's a, a simple... It's very complicated, but yeah, it's very simple. It's complicated by a lot of idiots. Just defend, and at the end of, at the, end of the day, Rob Holden, I'm not being funny, you might not be the guy, but you're a Premier League centre-back. You're playing in the Premier League. Go out there and show that. And you might not be able to do what Saliba can do, but what you're good at, double down on that and we'll, we'll leave it at that. Really and truly, man, I just can't stop saying it. <laughs> it is what it is, man. But yeah, on that note, people, I'm live again in half an hour, supporters club setting. So any talking points you lot have, carry them over. Please make sure you smash the like button. Check out the YouTube community tab because I've asked you lot for some topics that you lot want us covered i appreciate you lots talking points whether you're on twitch or youtube anyone who's hit the like button followed or subscribed it's been amazing and again it's always lit being with you lot don't forget people bag of content we're live at 3 30 then we're live at 6 50 to you know have the supporters club and obviously watch arsenal versus man united's under 21s obviously after that tomorrow 2 30 we're watching arsenal versus leeds before that we're watching city liverpool so yeah and on sunday newcastle man united so yeah Content, content, and more content. I hope you have had a great week. I hope you have enjoyed the show. I hope you are going to have a great weekend. And obviously, I hope we get three points. God bless you all. But for now, one love. <laughs>